All right, it's pretty cool. Paul McCartney got it back after all of these years. Some people call it the most important bass guitar in history for its role in the creation and recordings of dozens of the Beatles hits. It's been found over 40 years after it went missing. There was this group called the Lost Bass Project, a grassroots grassroots campaign that tried to track this thing down. Grassroot notes campaign. Over the years, the bass had been rediscovered, and Paul himself confirmed in a statement, yep, I got it back. It was stolen back in 1972. So this The little Hoffner bass, the one that looks like a violin? Yep. So the Lost Bass Project launched... In 2018, and and then they really got a lot of coverage last year, uh, worldwide coverage for their efforts, and so a flood of tips came in. Initial tips revealed that the base hadn't simply gone missing. It was stolen from the back of a van on October 10th of 1972 in the Notting Hill area of London. So this group was able to track down the perpetrator of the robbery, and then who the thief sold the base to, that's amazing that, you know, again, you're talking about something that's 50 years old. Yeah, wow. We were able to trace the base over the years. They said, as a result of the publicity, someone living in a terraced house on the south coast of London remembered an old bass guitar that was in their attic. They got this thing out and realized just what they had. Within days, that was it. And it was back with Paul McCartney. That's incredible. When uh, when Randy Bachman uh, had that Gretsch guitar that he had stolen back in the 70s and he searched the world, spent millions of dollars trying to find it, it was facial recognition technology that found it because there was a little tiny knot in some of the wood grain of that guitar. And they focused in on that unique knot and, that, and used facial recognition technology with pictures of other Gretsches of that make, and they found it. Yeah, well, Paul, this was the one that Paul bought in Ham- Hamburg and used on the first couple of albums. So, like, Love Me Do, She Loves You, um, you know, I assume yeah, on the TV appearance, TV show appearances and stuff, that that's what Paul was playing. I'd seen him, I, I thought I'd seen Paul play some other, and maybe it was a different make of the Hoffner or whatever, but not the Hoffner. He's had that bass in his hand, a bass like that in his hands since then. The base is complete and still with its original case. (laughs) And the Seattle Times did a story yesterday on about a new Nirvana picture book that is coming out. Pictures of the band, photos of the band in their early days. Charles Peterson, the photographer, he was big time writer in Seattle, Sub Pop's go-to photographer, and uh, his black and white pictures were used in. um, Soundgarden's early album covers, Mud Honey, did you know for magazine articles and stuff. And so he's got this book that's coming out on February twentieth next week on what would have been Kurt Cobain's fifty seventh birthday. He's going to release this book. It's just called Charles Peterson's Nirvana, with all the pictures. And um, there's a forward written by Chris Novoselich, and um, he's you know he's got some great stories. So the Times asked him. Uh, he uh, about all this. He did a little Q and A with him in the early days of Nirvana and stuff. And he says, "You know, it's funny. The whole hindsight now, Nirvana. They weren't the Nirvana that most people think of as Nirvana. The smells like teen spirit, going to the Grammys, and all that stuff. 
They were just dudes from Aberdeen, and they had to ingratiate themselves into the Seattle scene. They had to impress Soundgarden and Mudhoney and all of that. So check out, there are a few of those pictures in the Times that the Times have put online on their webpage there, and then the book coming out next week. All right, let's play this song here. I have not heard this. You've heard it? Yeah, I heard it. I mean, you know, it, it rocks out pretty good. I guess the record doesn't come out until April sometime, but the first single is called Dark Matter, and once you hear Eddie singing, you know it's Pearl Jam. This is new Pearl Jam, Brad and John. Of course, they announced uh, this week that they're going to be doing a couple of shows. Starts in Vancouver, May 4th and 6th, I think. And a couple of shows of the Climate Pledge, too. 28th and 30th of May. Brad and John, KISM, new Pearl Jam.